You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I'm a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. Today's episode is an introduction into my sales work experience. I wanted to give you an insight into where I learned everything I know so far about working in sales. If I'm going to produce a podcast series about sales, it's important for you to know who I am and how I got here. I got into the sales game later than most. I started in my mid-30s. I'm now 45. So unlike many other salespeople, my first job out of school wasn't a sales job. My actual first job was working in hospitality, clearing tables at bars, at restaurants, working as a bartender, making cocktails at a five-star hotel lobby bar. Eventually, I decided I want a change of career. Hospitality wasn't a long-term career goal for me, mainly because I wanted to be on the other side of the bar having fun with friends, drinking cocktails, and enjoying myself. I was over the hospitality industry. So I decided to enroll in a short course and gain an IT certification. After a few months, I started a job as a computer technician. My job was to fix computers, take them apart, replace parts, load operating systems, diagnose problems, remove viruses, and stuff like that. This role eventually led to a few different help desk positions. I was part of a small team, and we would take calls from users that are experiencing problems with their computer. Maybe they were having trouble logging in, or maybe they had some sort of error message on the screen, or they needed to access some sort of particular file or folder, stuff like that. It became quite monotonous and not very interesting after a few years. I had a good paycheck and good job security, but I just started to lose interest. I also didn't really like the people I was working with, the culture and the environment. It just wasn't very satisfying. I just felt like I didn't fit in. I began to daydream a lot, mainly about traveling and visiting different places. This led me to start thinking about a career in the travel industry. Then, in 2009, when the global financial crisis hit, I was let go from a help desk job and found myself wondering what to do next. At the time, my housemate worked in human resources and she told me about a program that the local government had initiated where they would pay for you to undergo a short course to gain a qualification in order to get a job. So I started making inquiries with various business colleges and I found that a tourism and travel course was exactly what I was looking for. So I enrolled and about a month later, I started. The class was very small. It was only about four people. Our trainer was a seasoned travel industry professional. She'd worked for various travel agencies and knew a lot about the travel industry. So this went on for about six months. And at the end, with the help from my trainer, I applied for a job at STA Travel. I was invited to a group interview with other candidates. And after a second round of interviews, I was given the job. I was very excited and also very nervous. This would be my first job in sales. Before this, I'd had no formal sales training or on-the-job sales training. None. None at all. The travel course provided me with a qualification, but there was no sales training included. I also didn't have any friends that worked in sales. I hadn't read any books about sales training. Um, I hadn't listened to any podcasts. Nothing like that. I had absolutely no experience at working in a sales environment. So why did I apply for a job at STA Travel and not the many other travel agencies that exist? Well, my trainer from the travel and tourism course actually worked for STA Travel many years ago. So she had a great influence on my decision and gave me lots of insights into what it was like working at STA Travel. 
She also coached me on the interview process. She gave me a great piece of advice. She told me, when they ask you at the end of the interview, do you have any questions for us? Ask the interviewer, what do you like about your job? So that's exactly what I did. I'd never actually asked that question in previous job interviews. I've always just said, no, no questions. I've realized now at this point, the interviewer wants you to ask questions and they're evaluating you on these questions as well. So I'm very glad my trainer gave me the coaching and guidance I needed. So after I got the job, I had to go through two weeks of classroom training. I had to learn about their computer systems and how to use them. I had to learn about all their different products they sell. I also had to learn how to sell those products. Looking back, I definitely remember learning about the products and learning about the computer systems, but I honestly don't remember a huge amount about the sales process. Now, in episode two of this podcast series, I mentioned the process that I learned when I first started was called the five A's. I also mentioned that it didn't work and was eventually replaced with a sales process that did work. The sales process that did work was connect, discover, create, commit. Before this process was introduced, which was about one or two years into the role, I was kind of lost. Because working in sales was new to me, I had a huge learning curve ahead of me. It's safe to say those first couple of years was like a roller coaster ride. There were lots of ups and downs. I probably lost a lot of sales due to my inability to sell effectively. I did have some excellent guidance from managers and colleagues from within the company though, so I'm happy with that. I remember within my first six months, I was having a lot of trouble selling travel insurance. It's probably one of the hardest things to sell if you've had no training on how to sell it. So yeah, I struggled a lot. I think I eventually just avoided trying to sell it because I actually thought no one wanted to buy it. I had an eye-opening moment delivered to me from the regional manager. Because my insurance sales were so low, I was called into a meeting with my direct manager and the regional manager. They were reviewing my sales for the month and asking me questions. And this moment here, I'll never forget. The regional manager asked me, Steve, why are your insurance sales so low? Please explain this to me. I replied, no one wants to buy insurance. He replied, Steve, people do buy insurance. They're just not buying it from you. <sighs> Whoa, right there, his reply was an eye-opening moment for me. I was being so dismissive and ignorant to the fact that people do buy insurance. I mean, it's a fact. The majority of travelers do actually buy travel insurance before going on holiday. But because I was being ignorant and having difficulty selling it, I just falsely assumed no one wanted to buy it. So I just decided not to bother selling it anymore. But the reality is people do buy insurance. They just weren't buying it from me. Now, that was a hard lesson that I learned. Here's the thing with working in sales. You can't hide behind anything. The numbers tell the story. Every sale you make and don't make is recorded. If you're not doing well in sales that month, the numbers will tell you. If you're doing really well, the numbers will tell you. So because I can't hide behind the numbers, I very quickly get jumped on by my manager and my manager's manager. And rightly so, because it's their job to keep the numbers on target. I also quickly learned that my state of mind had a huge influence on my productivity. If I didn't look after myself and came into work feeling miserable, then I couldn't give it 100%. Working in sales was different to my previous job working in IT. When I was working in IT, I could 
easily hide behind a desk. I could hide from our customers and I could hide from my managers. In fact, there were quite a few people who were very unproductive on a daily basis and would just hide in a cubicle all day long and they got away with it. It was almost like everyone was in on it. Let's do as little as possible and ask no questions. Now, not every IT job is like that. You can't always hide. But when you're working in a cubicle in an office with lots of other cubicles, then you can easily get caught in a downward spiral and lose motivation, which is probably why I started daydreaming about traveling and eventually changed careers. I really wanted to make a go of working in sales. I really enjoyed it. There was a huge learning curve ahead of me and I was ready for it. I'm thankful to the incredible people I worked with, the managers that invested their time and energy into coaching their staff, the ongoing training I was given. I wasn't alone and everyone around me worked hard to hit their targets. I was learning what it was like to work in a sales environment, about setting daily, weekly and monthly targets and doing your best to hit them. And not just hit them, but go above them. There's nothing like smashing a sales goal to boost your ego. I'll talk more about the first few years in my first sales role in future episodes. There was a huge learning curve and a lot of eye-opening moments that helped me improve my sales and grow as a person as well. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.